disturbing news, sir. Operation Watergate. Uh, security guards must be wide open. The next 48 hours are going to be crucial. I don't know how to put this. Uh, we're wondering about your wife. Y'all going to just stand around or you want to ask me some questions? Now, back to the Pete McMurray Show. I love when people ask you, have you seen this show? You know, I binged it in two days. Don't you love when people do that? Yes, because then I know what I'm doing tonight. Well, Gaslit is one of those shows. Julia Roberts, Sean Penn. It's all about Martha Mitchell and the Watergate story. Let's welcome in the creator. It's Robbie Pickering. Robbie, this is so good. It's so good. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Are you sick of being told how great? No, it never gets old. It's the best. (laughs) Of course, I'm not sick of getting told. Tell me it again. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I love that I was reading. This is a passion project for you, because when you were 11 years old, you saw your mother weeping in 1994, watching Nixon's funeral on TV and something went off in your head. Is that right? Yeah, well, my, <laughs> I grew up a really uh, evangelical Christian conservative household in Texas, and I I think my whole life has been trying to understand um, why my why my mom believed the things she did and and what the what the origin of all that was. And I think there was just something weird about. I can remember clear as day. I'm sitting there. At, at our in our in our kitchen at our kitchen table, <laughs> yeah. my mom's watching like one of those little you know those tiny um, yes. uh, little Sony TVs or whatever, and it's Richard Nixon's funeral. And all I ever knew about Richard Nixon was like crap I read in in like my dad's old Mad magazines, you know, like I, I didn't know anything about him. And uh, she's just weeping. And and uh, I, I go, Mom, what's what's going on? You know, and she turns to me and. <laughs> She goes, I kid you not. She goes, he was a good man. He was a great man. They did this to him. They made him like this, the liberals. And I just thought, oh my God, I got to know everything about this guy. I got to know everything about who he was. It just meant a lot to my mousy, small town Texas mom, you know? Gosh, that really plays into the title. I just feel like... (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes, 100 percent. Gaslit. It's just it explains so much. My mom feels the same way now about Trump, by the way. So, I mean, there's this whole these these people throughout. And she felt the same way about Reagan and, and George W. Bush. There's these whole these people have over over these men have over certain people. And I think that there's this show is really about not about Nixon, but the whole Nixon has overall all the people around Nixon and and most of all, Martha Mitchell's husband, John Mitchell, played by Sean Penn. John Mitchell played by Sean Penn. So good. He was the attorney general of the United States and his wife, Martha, played by Julia Roberts. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's unbelievable, Robbie. Look, I I had the when I was a kid, I had the world's most worn out VHS copy of Steel Magnolias. Oh, my gosh. Didn't we all? Oh, my God. And so I've been I'm an I'm an OG Julia fan uh, forever. And I, I say this, if you don't take my word for it, take the critics word for it. It is one of the best, if not the best Julia Roberts roles she's ever done. She goes places that. I think people are have been blown away and they are going to be blown away by just the depth she goes to to portray this kind of crumbling marriage. And by the way, the marriage is crumbling because Martha Mitchell, 
as you guys know, was the she was the first person to publicly implicate Nixon in in the Watergate scandal. Um, she was a conservative uh, celebrity socialite before there was such a thing. She was like a, every Fox News celebrity rolled into one. And once she learned the truth about Watergate, she just couldn't stop blabbing it everywhere. And and uh, the Nixon administration destroyed her and uh, her own husband destroyed her. And she destroyed them in turn. It's such a toxic tornado of chaos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's you know, it's really about the wages of complicity, because here's this woman who has been, you know, complicit in so many of Nixon's uh, deeds before um, Watergate, who suddenly turns on him. And and it's the same duality that you really see in somebody like Liz Cheney right now. You know, Liz right. Cheney was complicit in so many things. You know, I I despise Liz Cheney, you know, but now she's a hero. I mean, she she is kind of a hero for for speaking the truth. I mean, she's she's going to lose her seat sure. in Wyoming. Yeah, right. but it's a good reminder for all of us that um, no one is all good and no one is all bad. We are all shades of gray and people are complex. And right. She's done a lot of things people disagree with. But you have to give people kudos for standing up for what they believe is the truth. Exactly. I mean, that's that's I would say one of the different takes we have on it is I, I, you know, I, I, of course, being a Nixon geek, I grew up watching all the president's men and Nixon and, and uh, Oliver Stone's movie and all the Oliver Stone movies and kind of the boomer movies of this period really made everybody from the period feel like mythic, you know, the villain Richard Nixon and the, the heroes, the noble heroes, Woodward and Bernstein. And really when you read about it, it's a lot more complex. It's a lot more mundane and buffoonish and, and human. (laughs) And, um, you know, I think this story reminds you that complicity and horrible things can come from the best of us. You know, we've all done something that goes against our morals because we feel valued by someone in power because, oh, if I just if I just, you know, color outside the lines a little, I'll I'll, I'll get a promotion or I'll or, right. I'll, you know, impress somebody. And on the other end of it, heroism can come f- from the most troubled and 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 maybe the most selfish places within us. But we it's heroism. We all get trapped in that machine. Yeah. The machine of power. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. All of us, for sure especially in Hollywood. We're talking with Robbie Pickering from (laughs) Gaslit. I want to get back to Julia Roberts, but I want to talk about Martha Mitchell for a second because you brought up the toxic marriage. John, her husband, the attorney general, chose the president over his wife and the whole kidnapping thing. Now, is that this story is so complex. I think her nickname was the mouth of the South. Is that right, Robbie? That, That is right. And and that kidnapping thing really happened. She, in the wake of the Watergate break-in, one of the burglars, James McCord, who got caught in the Watergate break-in, was actually formerly um, Martha Mitchell's bodyguard and the head of security uh, for the Mitchells. And so the Nixon administration was afraid that if Martha saw his mugshot in the papers, she was going to tell everybody that the administration was involved in Watergate. And so they held her hostage in a hotel room in California where she was on a fundraising trip with her husband for 72 hours (gasps) and and assaulted her, sedated her. She tried to escape. You know, she had to go to the hospital. It was very harrowing ordeal. And once that happened, you know, they tried to chill her speech and it actually had the opposite effect. You know, for the first couple of months after it happened, she was kind of traumatized. But then she started speaking out 
and was the first person who publicly implicated Nixon in the Watergate break-in and just blew the whistle. Her life was destroyed because of it. Nixon blamed her? Your- yeah, Nixon blamed her. I mean, he said to um, David Frost in 1976, 77, he said, without Martha Mitchell, there wouldn't have been a Watergate. Wow. I mean, that's crazy. That's- yeah, and it's crazy and that it- we don't know who she is. Nobody right. knows who she is. Yeah. Until you come along and now we're all like Martha Mitchell. I see her name everywhere. Well, yeah, there's a documentary on Netflix about her now, which 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 I'd recommend. I think it's a great chaser when you've watched Gaslit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, she's she's somebody who really should be. Look, I have a five and a half year old daughter, and I hope when she gets to high school or wherever and learns about Watergate, I hope they at least mention Martha Mitchell and maybe I had a little, or, or we, the, the, everybody involved with the show had a little bit to do with that. Martha Mitchell's son, Jay Jennings, uh, son from another marriage um, is very private, but he told one of my friends who's a, a radio producer. He told my friend that all I want is for my mom to be known as something other than a drunk clown and that was kind of our our um, always kept us going, knowing that and and knowing that we're fighting for Martha. Do you think if Martha was a man, the amount of um, shaming and trying to put her down and changing of character, you know, when you put down a woman's character, oh, she's crazy. She's drunk. Do you think that would have happened if this was a man? Lisa, you tell me. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I want to believe that it would, but I don't know. Oh, come on. No. Martha Mitchell was a drunk and she was a she was a she was a person. Bill who Popper. Her, yep. If I met her at a party, I would be like, honey, we need to get away from this. <laughs> right? But I got news for you about the Nixon administration. All of them were drunks. All of them were, were popping some, pills, right? Some, oh, John Mitchell was some variety. I mean, look at the January six hearings. Like it's all oh idiots gosh. and drunks. And, you know, they're, they're all some variety of, of screwed well, up. Robbie, there's a connection between the Nixon administration and the Trump administration. Steve King, who kidnapped Martha, yeah. right? the FBI agent, the former FBI agent, Steve King kidnapped Martha and Trump named him an ambassador. He did. That's Steve King wild. is still out there and uh, I'd like to fight him. Um, <laughs> I, I box. I, I One of my joys in my life is boxing. I'd love to. Uh, get in the and ring. I don't care that Steve King is probably 80 right now. I'd love to get him in a boxing ring and uh, and and beat him up like he beat up Martha. That would be fun. Oh. That's terrible. Can we get back to Julia Roberts for a second? Yes, yes. You, you, you <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. Here. You yeah, said you wore like, out. You, like. you, you wore out your steel magnolias VHS. <gasps> I mean, did you have that moment when you're filming Gaslit and you're looking at Julia Roberts playing Martha Mitchell? Did you kind of step back from the situation and say, "Oh my God"? Oh, I'm every day, every day. But I, I got to tell you guys, when you're up close in real life and you see the smile, the smile. Are you- blinded do you need I sunglasses mean, it, to see it's that like smile? the smile you're like this is the smile oh this wow. is this is america you know <laughs> what i'm saying like this is this is what it's all about the smile but i was yeah there there uh, look when she said she'd do it when i first met her when i first saw that smile all that stuff but what was really crazy is how deep she went with this role i mean to 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 watch this woman you've been watching your entire life 
And, and, you know, you've seen her in all these movies. You've always been a fan of hers and, and to see her giving her best work, doing her best work that you've ever seen her do on this thing you wrote is surreal. It's surreal. God, that's so great to hear. I I just love that. I mean, you absolutely crushed it with this. I mean, you can retire. You're done. You're good. Oh no! No, I can, I not retire. We need more, more stories. More stories to tell. I gotta, I gotta do the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard story. Oh my god! Oh god! What I'm is that like a twenty-two guy. part miniseries? That one. <laughs> 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 That's good. Yes, yes, exactly. Robbie, I'm gonna have you hold on. We're gonna take a quick break. We're talking For with sure. Robbie Pickering, the creator of Gaslit, starring Julia Roberts and Sean Penn. More with Robbie on the way. Should the Nixon administration be afraid of you? Well, I think you know the answer to that. More of the Pete McMurray Show next. Where is everyone? Okay, there's no need to get hysterical. I am calling my husband. <gasps> now, back to the Pete McMurray Show. Robbie Pickering is our guest, the creator of the show Gaslit, starring Julia Roberts and Sean Penn about the Watergate scandal with Martha Mitchell, the wife of former Attorney General John Mitchell. Robbie, isn't it crazy after all these years we're learning different stories about Watergate? No, I don't think it is crazy. I think it's, uh, you know, uh, no, it is crazy, but only because, you know, the Watergate story has been told over and over again, and these stories have been told over and over again, but they've always been a very narrow set of stories that have been told. Right. You know, I I hear that all the time, like, oh, another Watergate thing. Oh, Watergate, Watergate. It's like, man, you only know people only know like one, two people in this saga. You know, they they it was a huge thing. And they only and and that's not only a story of of people. They only know one version uh, or point of view on this really complex human scandal. So, you know. I don't know. I, I I think that the stories have been told about Watergate before. I I really love them and all that, but they always felt very distant to me. And when you when you actually read about what happened, it's so stupid, and it's so tragic, and it just, it just felt different. It felt like there was a different version of this to be told that's that feels more modern and more like what we're going through now. You focus on the fact that yeah, it's been told before, but so narrowly focused. Your research, how did you even begin to research this, knowing that so many of the sources were so hyper-focused? Well, first of all, when you research it, you, I mean, people always ask me, well, did you speak to John Dean? Did you speak to John Dean? What did John Dean say? What did John Dean? And I'm just like, no, absolutely not. I did not speak to John Dean. John Dean has a, and and a lot of these people, when, when you read the books by these guys, you got to always think they are trying to tell their version of the of story course. that makes them look right. the best. Now, there's a big exception for that. G. Gordon Liddy, yep. I believe, who is played by Shea Wiggum in the series, who is psychotic. I believe that his version of events actually is oftentimes the most, most truthful one. He's, say, he's saying things about himself that are so embarrassing and yeah. so weird that you just got to be like, who would lie about this? Because he's not <laughs> trying to make himself look better. And then a lot of the a lot of the historical research of the time was a lot different in feel than 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 a lot of the later histories of it. 
the people at the time writing about it look at it as much, much more of a like idiotic human set of failings. And, and once time passes and the, and, and kind of the baby boomer history of it is written, all the people who were, you know, in their twenties or whatever, when it was happening, they kind of mythologize it in this way that, that takes away some of the humanity uh, mm-hmm. from it. So it's just you really have to dig and know it. And and uh, our advisor and and one of our producers on the show was a guy named Rick Perlstein who wrote Nixon Land and uh, Reagan Land and wrote uh, Invisible Bridge. I mean, he is a he is my hero, and he really what he does is he really tells these stories about this time in the movement conservatism throughout history in a really relatable and human way. And so I I just, you know, took all that and really wanted to do my version of that. I want to ask you, first of all, Dan Stevens, who played John Dean, unbelievable. Yeah. Sean Penn, when you cast Sean Penn and he comes out in the makeup and he doesn't look anything like Sean Penn, what's Sean Penn like as an actor? Is he a method actor? Is he always in character? What's he like, man? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, he's the eight. I'm sure he's method, but I think people uh, people misunderstand method. I think they think that method is always this Daniel Day Lewis, like always in yeah. character, right? You know, like dressed as Lincoln for you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Months. No, I mean Sean Penn is the greatest actor of his generation, one of the greatest actors of his generation, and he, I'm sure he, he he uses the method or some version of it, but he is not walking around as John Mitchell and and uh, <laughs> drinking scotch and 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 uh, you know cheating on his wife and all that stuff. He's 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 a very affable guy. Um, when I first met with Sean, I mean Julia really wanted Sean in the in the in the show, and I, I was pretty cool with it. And 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 I, went, <laughs> yeah. I, I well, I, I I wanted to meet with him, right? I I went to Malibu to meet with him at this restaurant, and I wore this stupid leather jacket. Like I, I don't know why I wore this leather jacket because you were meeting with Spicoli, man. You were trying <laughs> well, to be I know. cool. I, I, I like thought I had to look cool, like I was like 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 one of George Clooney's group or something like, like one of those guys who's like a political smart guy with the, you know, who wears leather. I don't know. It was so dumb. (laughs) And I go there and I was so nervous, but the thing I didn't want to do was talk to Sean Penn about politics for an hour. I really didn't want to, not because I don't think he knows a lot or anything like that. I mean, the guy, look, say what you want about Sean Penn, the guy, puts his money where his mouth is. And he, and he yeah. you know, he, he did a huge vaccine thing out here. I mean, he's, 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 he's very dedicated, but I just didn't want to talk to him about politics because again, I didn't want to make the show about, you know, America's awakening or, or loss <laughs> of innocence or whatever the hell I'd seen a million times before. And when I got there, I was kind of dreading that he would want to talk, but all he wanted to talk about was this marriage and what marriage is like. And he just wanted to talk about that. Robbie, it's such a pleasure to talk to you. I mean, congratulations on Gaslight. People can check it out. Julia Roberts, Sean Penn. I mean, you nailed it. Good for you. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you all having me on. Robbie Pickering, everybody. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Should the Nixon administration be afraid of you? Well, I think you know the answer to that. More of the Pete McMurray Show next.